from the woods to the water, from the bucks to the ducks. Your weekday foray out of the office begins now on WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Stay tuned as Alan White and Doug Max talk with fishing and hunting pros, share tips and tricks, and discuss Alabama's greatest natural resource, the great outdoors. WNSP Outdoors is brought to you by Eastern Shore Ace Hardware, Streets Seafood and Meat Market, Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats, and Blue Water Yacht Sales. Now, let's head outdoors with Alan White. got a technical problem here we go there you go there you go <laughs> it's a beautiful day out there in mobile alabama i'll tell you what this is a turkey goblin day right here it sure looks like it is <laughs> I a friend of mine was out actually listening this morning he said he didn't hear any and and it, i know they were there because i just showed you a picture of yeah. something that's where he was at but i, I would have thought so too but it, maybe it's still a little early you know well, it's not too early to be out there scouting like you were doing yesterday. No, it's not. And, and I, I just got through telling you I saw a big, fine buck. Yeah. Obviously, he knew deer season was close. <laughs> I swear they have a I, calendar. I saw 10 or 12 deer there in the morning of turkey scouting. So. Mm-hmm. You're finding them strut zones, and uh, that's what you need to do, you know, be there on opening day. So That's right. That's right. Well, welcome to the show. I'm Alan White, along with Doug Max, my buddy here. And uh, let's start out by telling everybody if you're going to if you're thinking about moving out of the city and into more uh, rural Baldwin County North Baldwin County area I suggest you call Miss Patty Bailey Bailey Realty Group at 251-239-8137 she specializes in Baldwin County land and homes and uh, you can't find a better real estate agent all right We're going to start the show with Mr. Don Green with our Mobile Tensaw Delta Report. How you doing, Don? I'm doing great. How you guys doing today? We're doing great, man. How are you? Well, can't complain. Doing good. (laughs) Wanting to get out there and start catching a fish. Yeah. How's the water? Well, I'll tell you, if you don't mind fishing a little high water, you'll be okay, but it's going to be coming down next week. Uh, in fact, some of the some of the lockdowns way on up above uh, Tuscaloosa up in there, they're still flooding, so that means we're going to have a good bit of it for a while. Uh, Tom Bigby Caulfield is 33.42, still rising. Should crest around 34.9 Sunday. Mm-hmm. Alabama is 43.55, and it's going to crest uh, about Sunday at 46.7. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's what we got coming down here, you know. And really, I mean, we look at it, well, here we go again, but... The the water that's coming down this river is a good thing, believe it or not. It's that's what we look forward to every year to give us that old pre spring uh cleaning you might want to say before the bedding season starts. And uh that fresh water is uh is really important for that. And to get that fresh water down here in February like we do every year. It's good for it. It's very good for it. Cleans it out, washes all that salt water back south. 
And, uh, you know, a, a good example, right now, today, the, the water temperature in the at Mobile River, in the Mobile River, is 56.8. Okay, that's, that's normal for the river systems. All right, now, if you want to get into the back end of the creeks and all, your water temperature is probably uh, around 62, 63 degrees at the point that bass would start getting ready to spawn or, or start spawning. Well, when you have when you have high water like this, that's cold water coming down those rivers. It flows into the back back end of those creeks, comes over. It's, it's fixing. It's in next few hours, it's going to run over the back end of most of them out there anyway. And it's going to cool the water temperatures down, which is good because it's really a little bit early for them to spawn. Mm -hmm. And that, that kind of is a good Lord way of taking care of things, you might say. And uh, once once it gets to the point that we have long enough days and high enough temperatures to, to get it all going, that's when you that's when you're spawning to start. Okay. So it's... Uh, you know, it's more more to it than you think. It's just high water coming down here messing up my fishing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you: Can you can you get down far enough south, or, or in some of the bays off the causeway, and, and get away from some of that fresh and fresh okay, water? Okay, that's what they've been doing the past two weeks. You know, we had about well, a week week or so ago, we had another nine foot ride down here on the delta, on the lower delta, because of the south wind wasn't there. It was uh, northerly flow, which wasn't much wind. When I say flow, I mean it's up above the treetops. That's a flow. That will push the water on out into the gulf from the bay and cause the water uh, depth to be less down here on the south end. Even though you got a nine-foot rise in the river at, 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 at Barry, down here on the causeway, the water spreads out so much it really reacts to the uh, to the northern northerly flow more than it does the high water. In other words, the water just runs faster coming down. What you've got is a situation, and it'll be that way this weekend if if wind don't start changing out of the south. Is it'll be a good good area to fish, and most of your tournament fishermen are planning on fishing this end because this Saturday because of the of the high water up north. I mean, some of them will sneak in those those uh, lakes up north with the water high, but they're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw that but, the temps. But was down supposed here, to... it should be good fishing on through the weekend. Yeah, I saw the uh, temperatures are supposed to be a good bit cooler this weekend than they are right now. Yeah, so yeah. probably will have a north wind for that weather yeah. to be cooler. So, well, the the thing about the the uh, thing about the water temperature now. When those rivers, like like I say, it's fifty six point nine right now. The water temperature in the rivers, main rivers. When you have a cold front comes through here and it's really cold for a day or two, it really doesn't affect it more than a, a point or two. It doesn't it doesn't really affect the temperature to jump several degrees. A good example is a few years ago when we had that seven days of really cold weather. It only drops six degrees. The water temperature in the river, it, it's uh, it's kind of a, a, a having an effect that that you take too many different things come together at one time to really get the water temperature to drop fast. Well, Don, I'm looking yeah. at the, my weather app, uh, and it says here on Saturday morning the wind will turn, 
at 8 o'clock, it'll be coming out of the north. Okay, see, that'll be good. That'll keep the water down, even though the tide will be coming in. Even though that tide will be coming in, it will be, be very slowly mm-hmm. and not much higher than uh, the, the regular water. I mean, the regular water depth would be on an average day instead of a high water day like it's supposed to. It's supposed to be nine foot Saturday. And that way, uh, uh, you you come down on the south end and get in those little creeks and things on on way on down. In, in fact, you can get in your cold water creeks down there on this end. A lot of your tournament people's gonna be in these cold water creeks this weekend mm-hmm. because it's gonna be right at normal, and uh, it'll be kind of nip tidy. You might say we just had a nip tide last four or five days and today is the first day after the nip tide which it'll just about be nipping so the, the wind direction is going to affect what the water does just about completely so that means it'll be lower than normal so that'll be good fishing down here whereas you're going to have it in the woods up north well, we are getting into the tournament season aren't we that's right got two tournaments Two straight weeks of tournaments this this weekend and next week, and uh, uh, I hear I hear a couple of people saying they're going to have a different tournament trail this year. If I hadn't heard about it yet, I'm I'm looking for it. But anyway, they they are going to have a good day to fish Saturday if they play their cards right. Most of them knows what to do, and they will do it. You'll probably see some really big fish caught. Well, that'll be good. I hope so. Um... Wish everybody good luck and safe fishing on Saturday. Yes. Absolutely. Watch out for those boats. We, uh, we're talking about, we've been talking about bass fishing mainly, but crappie fishing is a little tough when it's high water, at least for me it is. I don't have okay. a... Uh, I don't have a live scope, but what would you recommend? I had a little, I had, you say live scope, I had a little uh, jewel put in my ear yesterday, uh, this this water high like this and muddy doesn't affect those people that has that that, that uh, life. It just it just works. They find them regardless. <laughs> Although the fish will usually be closer to the cover and under the cover. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm I'm being told. I've never used one. Never. I've, in fact, we put one on my boat and tried it about three months and took it off. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I just, I'm an old school fisherman and I can I can't make myself fish that kind of fishing. It just, it just, uh, it's not in me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope you're not like me. I'm not smart enough to use one. So. <laughs> well, that's true. That, that I didn't want to say that, you know, but that that's a good part of I'm it. I'm going to admit to it because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're uh, they're are, they are catching some crappie, but most of the people that are doing it have old live live uh, what do you call it live live scope live scope yeah they they're doing good uh, but not that good they're not doing in fact one guy told me and I he don't want me to mention his name so I won't uh, one guy told me that regardless of what you've heard about those things. If you got bad water conditions and you fish for a crappie, you're not going to catch the size or the number yeah. when you would be on normal conditions. Uh, that's true. Uh, Don, I appreciate the report, buddy. Uh, hope you okay. have a great weekend. All right, you too. All right, we'll be right back with Captain Bobby Abrascado after this. <laughs> 
It's a Thursday edition of the Final Drive. Corey LeBounty, along with Nick Wiggins, joining you. Foley Lady Lions head coach Emily Flanagan scheduled to join us. Lindsey Crosby will talk Auburn and Major League Baseball. Darren Smith will have us covered with the Kansas City Chiefs Championship Parade. Drew DeArmond and Sonny Smith in our Tide and Tiger Report, all on the Thursday edition of the Final Drive. Weekdays beginning at 3 on the Sports Station, WNSP. Street Seafood and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanette has a great selection of fresh seafood and meats. Choose from their top cuts of meats or get yours custom cut. Find Street Seafood Restaurant on Facebook for order ahead to go daily buffet specials. A full meal served at the drive up from 10.30 till 3.30. Call 937-4096 and they'll put it together for you. Street's Dining Room is now open and the banquet room is open for private parties. Street Seafood Restaurant and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanette. Find them on Facebook. For 40 years, homeowners and contractors have relied on Baker Metalworks and Dixie Supply for quality metal roofing. Thousands have discovered the many benefits of metal roofing. Durability, longevity, stylish, energy efficient. With seven locations to serve you, Baker Metalworks and Dixie Supply proudly offer 100% American-made steel, backed by a 40-year warranty, bringing you the curb appeal you want with the protection you need. Baker Metalworks and Dixie Supply, your metal roofing headquarters. Wouldn't you rather buy your appliances from a locally owned store that has been part of our community since 1952? You know, you just won't be one client out of millions, so you'll get the extra time and attention that you'll need. So if you're building, remodeling, or just want to update your home or business, go see Chavis and Chickasaw. They have a great selection of appliances, chests, and upright freezers, washers with agitators, and even generators to get you through the storm season. Visit ChavisFurniture.com or stop by in Chickasaw and Loosedale, where you'll be pleasantly surprised. Locally owned Ultra Wash of Mobile is the go-to home or business exterior cleaning specialist in Mobile and Baldwin counties. Ultra Wash of Mobile uses environmentally friendly soft washing techniques for pressure washing buildings, pool areas, bricks, stucco, signage, and more. Visit ultrawashmobile.com to see their amazing five-star reviews from all their satisfied clients. Ditch the dull and embrace the clean. Don't just get your home or business washed. Get it ultra washed with Ultra Wash of Mobile. Call Hal for a quick response at 251-366-5290. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. They have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters. For matters in Tennessee, visit CordellCordell.com. 200 West Martin Luther King Boulevard, Suite 1000, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37402. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. Let's give away a $20 gift certificate to Eastern Shore Ace Hardware, one of the friendliest stores you'll ever walk into. They also have a, uh, they have two locations. They have one on top of Spanish Fort Hill in the Spanish Fort Shopping Center and one on Highway 181 over in Baldwin County. We'll take the third caller for this $20 gift certificate. At 
Captain Bobby Abrascato is with us, and this report is brought to us by Gray's Fine Finishing. If you need professional sheetrock or painting, I highly suggest Mr. Ricky Gray, 251-232-4713. Bobby, how you doing, buddy? Good afternoon, guys. How are y'all? I'm good. You know, we got this uh, expo coming up I want to talk about with you. I know you're going to be there. On April 6th. Oh, is that the North Baldwin County? Yeah. Expo? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, is that thing great. God, that was, they did that thing last. Oh, my gosh, that thing's fine. Every, Didn't mean to cut you off there, but uh, I, I got so excited about it when they asked me to come over again this year. Every outdoor-related business ought to have a booth at this thing. And you can call uh, 937-5665 and get a booth. Plenty of booths available. It's going to be April 6th at the... Uh, Bicentennial Park. Bicentennial Park, in yeah. Stockton. So that's a beautiful yep. place. And if you've never been to that Bicentennial Park, I had never been there until last year. Driven by it multiple times, never knew it was there. That thing is beautiful up there. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed that last year. It's easy to walk around. Very nice grounds. Oh. It's uh, beautiful, yep. beautiful scenery. And uh, we're going to have a good time again this year, man. This is the second. Oh game. yeah. So. Uh, I encourage all the businesses or vendors out there to get involved with this. We need to support this down here in South Alabama in our area. You know, we don't have any outdoor expos like we used to in the old days. Yeah, I'll tell you, that's a good one, too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, well, good, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you there. You know, they have good music and all kinds of stuff. I just enjoyed everything about it. It was yep. just a just a great day. had a lot of fun there, man. we got speakers uh, like Bobby and uh, – Others and uh, displays. We got food, music, activities for kids, demonstrations, and there's a whole lot to do up there. So it's going to be a fun. Had the day. had the Auburn Hawks there, the yeah. uh, Hawks there last year. That was pretty cool too. Yeah, those predator birds. Those are fun. Well, let's talk yeah. about let's talk about inshore fishing for this weekend. I know it's high water on the rivers, but how's that affecting your fishing? Well, it's not bad. I got uh, we went out uh, just starting with today. Uh, we ended up doing kind of jumping ship and getting out at the mouth of the bay and went, uh, you know, kind of, we went kind of targeting redfish, but whatever fishing out there and, uh, did some of that. And I love doing that this time of year. Uh, you got to pick the right day and we definitely picked the right day. It's been just slick calm all day. You don't get that very often in the middle of February. So we took advantage of it, went out there and did that and then ran back, uh, uh, did that for a while and then came back here, ran over into the marsh and, um, just kind of doing the same thing, targeting redfish, but we've caught some trout and, uh, in reds, and that's another thing you can do if the weather does get bad this time of year. Uh, you get in the marsh systems and catch uh, the red. The redfish stay in these marsh systems, and we're down in the sound right now, and the water down here is just fine. It's unaffected, uh, you know, by that runoff that's coming down the main rivers. We saw what that looked like when I was launching this morning at the island, mm. at the mouth of the bay. It is chocolate milk down there, and all the way across the bay, it's muddy. But when you hit the Fort Morgan Point, the Mobile Point at Fort Morgan Peninsula there, that water just gets beautiful green, and it clears up once you get out around the lighthouse because a lot of that flow actually drifts to the west. So uh, you can get out of it in a number of different places, those places I just mentioned. Uh, you know, as far as this weekend goes, I guess we're going to have another front come through. Uh, you know, it looks like maybe, uh, I guess, Saturday morning or something like that, you know, but free front, which would be tomorrow, uh, all of those places I just mentioned are going to work, and um you know, and then you can get back into the, the tidal river systems, particularly on the western side for sure. 
Uh, as long as we don't get a lot of local rain, those will hold up all the way through the weekend, and we get that post-front breeze. Uh, the fishing in there will be fine, too. Those are still holding some speckled trout, redfish. You know, the, I talked about this last week, going to a cork uh, with, a, with a fake shrimp underneath it. Uh, you know, last week, which kind of surprised me, we caught the number and the quality of fish doing that. It's not typically what I would do this time of year, but it's worked. You know, since we talked last week all the way through today, as a matter of fact, as we're speaking right now, we're catching them on popping corks in about four feet of water, uh, you know, which is not typically the fe- mid-February pattern. The other thing that's biting almost as good as the fish, believe it or not, is the mosquitoes. <laughs> I cannot believe we're in the middle of February and we're already dealing with mosquitoes, yeah. you know, so uh, yeah. uh, anyway, but uh, that's, that's what I think would be the plan okay. for the weekend uh, is to do that sort of thing. Well, that's a good plan, Bobby. I appreciate the report, man. Thanks a lot, and I hope you have a great weekend. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Y'all have a good one. Yes, sir. Let's go to Miller's Ferry and talk to my buddy Joe Dunn. Joe, how you doing, man? Doing great, Alan. Joe, I want to dedicate this segment to in memory of Big Daddy Lawler. I know we lost a great outdoorsman and a great advocate for our South Alabama in the in the Black Belt. Uh, he's going to be missed by lots of people. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he was like my big brother. Yeah. I talked to him probably twice a day for the past 30 years. Wow. Well, you, you I, know, the way I heard Big Daddy describe what his heart was bigger than he was. Mm-hmm. And, and that's oh, saying yeah. something. And it's true. Yeah. He's a good man. Yeah. And uh, he left a legacy for us to, you know, really remember and, and to follow. And uh, I, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for my loss. I'm sorry for everybody's loss. But uh, how's, the, how's the water at Miller's Ferry this weekend? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bad, it's huh? on up. Uh, yeah, it's that flood. And, I mean, it's going to be cold, cold. I've looked at the weather, and the wind's going to be howling. Uh, if you really want to fight it, you can still catch fish getting inside, mm-hmm. uh, find a place that, where the wind's being blocked off a bank and, and give it a try. But, uh, this is one of those weekends I suggest, uh, you sit in by the fire, you <laughs> take your reels and take all the line off of them, go ahead and re-spool them, there you go. uh, sharpen your hooks, <laughs> uh, rearrange your tackle box. But, uh. Get your filet if you want to go fishing, you, yeah. you can do it, but it, it, I, I would recommend doing the other. If you have to get outside this weekend at Miller's Ferry, you might want to just wash your boat or wax it up. <laughs> <laughs> might need your well, coat I mean, on to do that. <laughs> yeah. But if you really want to go, I, you know, realistically, you can go on the south end, stay down there around the Marina Slough. Mill Creek's going to be pretty muddy, though, too, but the marina will be clear. That part of shell will be clear, uh, and you can find some deep water back there along the creek channel where you might pick up some crop in some of those tops. Uh, you can fish in, uh, you go upriver, anything past uh, Ladell Slough, it's going to be really, really high and out in the woods. Yeah. And, it, and that's a timing thing. It depends on when you're supposed to start falling. So it might be it doesn't fell out then, but I'm just not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gold mine will probably be good in the back of it. It'll have clean water. And with this river like it is, 
all those fish are starting to funnel in, funnel in. But uh, they're not on the banks. Don't get your hopes up thinking that. They're going to still be out and suspended in that water and in the tops, you know, in the main channel of all these creeks going in. But uh, but but now they're getting ready to look that away, but we got to have a little bit better weather. Yeah. They're probably about a month from getting in there on the bank. Is that about right? Three to four weeks? It's about right. Yeah. They are, like I said, though they're still they're staging there somewhere. They're looking at where they want to go to spawn. Hmm. They're looking at it right now. Hmm. Uh, they 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 with an eyesight of it, but they're not up there yet. Well, if you don't go fishing this weekend and you want to do this, is the best opportunity you're going to have to scout for next year's deer rut. Right now, you go out there. It's oh, a yeah. great, great time to walk through the woods. You're not. You're not worried about spooking deer right now because deer season's <laughs> over. So you can, you know, walk, look for trails, look yeah. for scrape lines, look for rubs, and make notes for next year. I mean, everything's yeah. open right now. Well, the good thing about, like you said, the, the, the it hadn't started greening up, so you can see everywhere and everything. It's a great time and, to be out there. You know, you can take yep. a little rifle with you, a little twenty-two, and shoot some squirrels That's while right. you're doing that, too. <laughs> All right. Joe, appreciate it, buddy. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Y'all, too. Yes, Thank sir. you. All right. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be back with our special guest, Mr. Mike Sievering, who is a trapping expert and works with the uh, Conservation Department of Alabama. We're going to have a trapping seminar coming up in Spanish Fourth this weekend, and we're going to talk to Mike about some trapping techniques. Stick around. We'll be right back. Danielle at Wade Distributors, and flooring is what we do, Mobile or Baldwin County. For 40 years, we've helped people get the right flooring at the right price. Designed to installation, we make it easy. Danielle's right. I got the perfect tile and color with quality installation. It was so easy with free design service and the largest selection in town. I wouldn't go anywhere else but Wade Distributors for any flooring. So if you want flooring done right with free design, then come see us today at Wade Distributors online at wadedistributorsinc.com. Hello, Alabama sports fans. Did you know that it's illegal to place a sports bet on the big game in our state? Right now, you can place a legal wager in 38 states, including Tennessee, Florida, and Mississippi. But Alabama fans are missing out. Only you can help make a change. Call your legislator now and tell them you want the right to vote to allow sports betting in Alabama. Contact your legislator today by visiting sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by Sports Betting Alliance. Sportsbettingalliance.org. For HVAC generators and plumbing, there's one name you need to know here on the Gulf Coast. It's Bachelor Service, serving Mobile and Baldwin counties with integrity since 1967. Make sure your HVAC system is running at peak efficiency with their $79 tune-up. Or better yet, get regular system maintenance with a value-priced energy savings agreement, including two tune-ups each year. No overtime on after-hour service calls and a 15% discount on parts. Learn more at bachelorservice.com. Certification 17070. 
Does your ride look more like a parade float? Visit Rich's Car Wash today and clean all the throws out of your car. Plus, save money by joining our unlimited wash club. New members can join for just $10 for the first month. Keep your ride clean with the best soaps, vacuums, and mat cleaners. Get to Rich's Car Wash today or visit online at richescarwash.com to sign up for our unlimited wash club. The unlimited car wash is valid at all 35 Rich's locations. Rich's Car Wash, locally owned and operated since 1976. Great job. Next up, we have Samantha. Ten times better performance can make a big difference. Castrol Edge motor oil gives your engine ten times better high temperature performance. Castrol Edge, better oil for maximum performance. Now through March 4th, get five quarts of Castrol Edge or Edge high mileage full synthetic and an oil filter for $36.99 only at AutoZone. Claim based on sequence 3H test versus API SP test limits. Hey, it's Boost Mobile here with a great deal to keep you connected. Now, when you switch to Boost, you get four lines for 100 bucks, plus four free 5G smartphones like the Galaxy A15 or the Moto G Stylus 5G. We're here to bring you the best phones on America's largest 5G networks so you can get after it. Switching is easy. Just head to your local Boost Mobile store. That's four lines and four phones for $100, only at a Boost Mobile near you. Requires port in auto pay and ID verification. Available in select markets only. Other restrictions apply. See participating stores for details. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Welcome back to the show. Let's give away two ribeye steaks right now to the third caller at 694-1055. These ribeye steaks are coming from Street Seafood and Meat Market in Baymanette, Alabama. If you know where the restaurant is, which everybody should know where Street's <laughs> restaurant is, I mean, you can't go to North Baldwin County without stopping there. It's right, right adjacent to the restaurant, Street Seafood and Meat Market. All right. Yeah, if you don't know, you need to find out. Absolutely. That's, that's some good, uh, good vittles in there, what they say. If nothing else, just get some of that peach cobbler that, oh, yummy, man. and a cup of coffee. That's right. You know. All right. Let's uh, introduce our special guest today is Mike Sievering. He's been on here before. We love to have him because we love to talk about trapping and conservation. Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Al. How you doing? We're doing good, Mike. Let's talk about first of all the uh, program you guys have to put in, putting on these free seminars this time of year. I know you've already had some of them, I think, and there's one coming up in our area. Tell us about that. Well, I'd like to talk about that peach cobbler first. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> well, I, I, I can talk about food now. That's no problem. <laughs> That's not a problem. Yeah, we've got a uh, trapping workshop coming up at Spanish Fort at Five Rivers uh, Saturday and Sunday. The pre-registration's already been filled, and the class is totally full, so we're in good shape. Good deal, good deal. Now, talk about who who puts these things on, and and why do y'all do that? Well, really, it's a it's a joint effort between Wildlife and Freshwater Fisheries. Those are the primary instructors. Mm -hmm. The Alabama Trapper and Predator Control Association is secondary instructors. And then we have donations and sponsorships from people like the Tur uh, National Turkey Federation, which are donating the food for this particular one. Uh, 
monetary and gift donations from people like Safari Club International, Alabama Chapter. Just a variety of people are involved in this. State Lands Division is also involved. I learned a few things uh, from one of your instructors uh, several years ago. I had some land that I donated for your on-site instructor to take some kids to. And I, yeah. I went with them, you know, and we put out some traps. And uh, I learned a lot just watching him teach the kids out in the woods, you know. And we caught some, we caught some possums and a raccoon, I think. And uh, oh, yeah. it was wonderful. Well, the intent of the program is to pass uh, trapping down to the next generation. It's, it tends to be a dying art. Once the fur prices fell out, uh, trappers kind of went to the wayside. But there's been a real renewed interest in predator control and nuisance control of animals and just overall proper management of uh, private individuals managing their properties. And trapping is an integral part of it. Trapping is so important for turkey survival because the raccoons and nest predators like that uh, if they're not under mm-hmm. control, you're just not going to get many baby turkeys to <laughs> survive. No, you've got to control those raccoons and possums. They're, they're notorious ground-nesting predators. Uh, and the like, fur market's kind of low, but, you know, there's still, still somewhat of a market value to them. The main thing is you're, you're controlling an over an overpopulated area with predators. That's what I've seen pretty much statewide, not only in raccoons, but you name it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beavers, coyotes, bobcats are all on the increase, they seem to be. And they're going to have an impact, a negative impact on your game populations or on your timber if uh, beavers are flooding your roads or cutting your trees down. Mm -hmm. Raccoon control with those dog-proof traps can be very simple Mm -hmm. uh, for a beginner. Tell us about how that works and what you suggest people who have never done it before. It's very inexpensive, too, to get into this. And uh, Talk about the dog-proof traps for raccoons. Well, the dog-proof trap or DP trap, it evolved over the last 20, 20, probably 25 years. Uh, used to have, you, you would use a traditional foot restraining device or a foot holding trap. The DP traps is a, an encapsulating trap. The animal actually sticks his paw down inside a cylinder, which minimizes damage, if at any, to the animal's foot. Uh, it's very effective. But what I've seen over the years, Alan, is from using those things, raccoons are very inquisitive and they're very greedy. <laughs> if uh, if you ever put any bait out there, they're going to find it all. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest with you, fifty percent of the raccoons I catch are with both front feet. Wow! <laughs> yeah, yep. yep. that, that trap is very effective. Very effective. I always use them in this manner. I kind of stick them in. You stick them in the ground. I try to put them close to a tree because it seems to hold better among the roots. And I right. tilt them a little bit to keep a lot of the rain out. But there's, there's a couple of things that you can do to enhance those traps. You can put something shiny close to them because raccoons are, are curious about shiny things. 
And also, right. you can uh, you can spread some bait, like some dry cat food is what I use, around the edges and around the outside, and even a string it out to a nearby road or something and have the raccoons follow the bait trail right into the trap. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I'll tell you another, another little secret. Over the years, I've been utilizing brown traps, and I started spray painting my DP traps white. And I seem to get a better response out of a white trap. And I believe what it is, you're utilizing the smell of the bait you've got, but that white trap is like a visual attractant. Mm -hmm. The combination of those two factors, I think, helps draw those raccoons into it. I'm going to have to try that. Just... If you're trapping on public land, I would not suggest that, though. No, no. A white trap, because it, it won't stay there very long. Yeah, somebody will take <laughs> yeah. it. But uh, the white trap be easier right. for me to spot when I'm running my trap line, too. <laughs> what you just well, said help about, me, because yeah. I'm too old. I can't hardly see anymore, <laughs> so a white trap's great. <laughs> what you just said about public land, uh, are there any specific regulations on the public land versus trapping on your own private land? Well, the same as follows for trapping private land. You've got to have your license and permits and all that. On a WMA, all you have to do is contact the area manager and tell them you need a trapping permit. You'll have to show them your fur catcher license. to give you a map permit, just like deer hunting. Then he will issue a separate uh, trapping permit for that property. And that's all there is to it. Nothing special. Just got to jump through a few hoops. To get there, and I, I can tell you, some of our private public lands need a little help as far as predator control. It just helps uh, mm-hmm. enhance our game populations by taking some of those predators out of the out of the circle. Well, if there's any trappers out there that want some land to trap, just give me a call or get in <laughs> touch with me. I'll be glad to let you trap on my land any time of the year. It doesn't matter yep. to me because I. I hired a guy one time who who actually trapped my my hunting land, my lease, and uh, I had the best hatch I've ever had after that happened. And he caught a lot of predators. And uh, you know, back then they would just trap for the fur, and that was it. You know, so right, right. Well, like I said, the fur market's uh, in regression. Uh, a lot of people are doing it now as a nuisance business or a NUCO, a nuisance wildlife control operator type business. And permits for that are available through the district offices, through the wildlife section. Mm-hmm. You just have to contact each office and they can talk you through what you need to do to become a NUCO. And like I said, that's where the money's at right now. If you've got a beaver problem and they're wiping you out, uh, people will pay to get rid of those things so you can make a pretty good living off of it. Yeah, you can. Uh, so, yeah. And I have utmost respect for trappers. They are the best outdoorsmen. They know a lot about the woods and the animals. I mean, they're really top-notch outdoorsmen and, and woodsmen. So trapping is an art. And it's a dying thing, you know, and hopefully it's coming back a little bit, like you said, for predator control. Mike, I sure appreciate you being with us, and uh, good luck in the future with all of your trapping seminars and all the things y'all do. Yes, sir. Y'all come and see us at one of those. It's very, very educational. We'll do that, man. Thanks so much. All right, bud. See you later. 
We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with David Thornton, the Peer Pounder, after this. Higher-than-usual interest rates prevented you from purchasing that new SUV? At Jason Pilger Jeep in Jackson, Alabama, you can save big during the wrap-up-the-year sales event. Select 2023 Jeep Renegades have interest rates starting as low as 1.9% for 36 months with approved credit. And Jason Pilger Jeep is the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you. Visit JasonPilgerJeep.com and wrap up the year in a new Jeep Renegade. Future Ones is an Alabama-based athletic apparel and accessories company dedicated to serving and investing in our local schools and athletes, treating every school and team with top priority. No matter what size your program is, wear the future with Future Ones and support Alabama high school athletics. Located off Schillinger Road in Sims, visit future1s.com and find them on Facebook. Future Ones, the official cloth sponsor of the AHSAA. In the fitness realm, there is no more popular brass ring goal for a beginning exerciser than completing their first 5K. Hello, this is Garrett Williamson, president of Personal Edge Fitness. And if you are one of those individuals that have actually never run before, or maybe you set it up as a New Year's resolution, but you are interested in completing a 5K, the best way to approach that is through a Couch to 5K program. Now, this is not just my opinion. Studies actually prove it. According to a study published in the Journal of Sports Science and Medicine, researchers found that participants who followed the Couch to 5K program showed significant improvements in their aerobic fitness levels. The ability to run continuously for 30 minutes or more increased substantially. Another study, conducted by the American College of Sport Medicine, concluded that beginners who completed the Couch to 5K program experienced not only physical benefits, but also reported improved mental well-being and self-esteem. You may be interested in your own Couch to 5K program, but it may seem like a daunting task. It's not. In fact, it's very easy. If you want to learn more, check out this week's Personal Edge Fitness Podcast. The Personal Edge Fitness Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast, on social media, or at personaledgefitness.com. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Welcome back to the show. You know, all of my food plots for the past year and a half, two years, I've done nothing but 
liquid lime and liquid fertilizer. And the best product that I've found is plantagraproducts.com. You can go on that website, order it, or you can find out where to get, get it locally. It's just less cost and a lot less waste. That's plantagraproducts.com. Hey, Alan, the last week of deer season, I was up at a camp there in Choctaw County, and mm -hmm. a guy, in fact, he was dealing with the same people you were. Really? And he was bragging on. <laughs> he was dead liquid lime and mm -hmm. fertilizer and all, and he, he was trying to tell another big landowner that that's something he needed to look into. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really getting to be a popular thing. They've improved these, these things a lot, and that's about all I can say about it. I'm not a chemist. Yeah, but, he, he uh, was a proponent of it. He, he, was, he was satisfied with what he had done. I know it works, and it's a lot less work than uh, spreading a lime buggy, that's for sure. All right, we've got Mr. David Thornton with us, uh, the Pier Pounders with us, and uh, talk about pier fishing and shore fishing from our Alabama coastline. David, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Alan. Great to be back. Well, you know, tonight at 6 o'clock at Moe's Barbecue, in downtown Mobile is the first meeting of this year of the Alabama Coastal Fishermen's Association, right? That's right. Yeah, we uh, postponed it, uh, start until after Mardi Gras because we have it at Moe's mm -hmm. and didn't want to interfere with the Mardi Gras festivities down there. Right. So we're, we're ripping and raring to go and got a good lineup set up, got good speakers and uh, door prizes and raffle items and plenty of good info for fishermen, uh, especially anybody new that's getting in there, wants to get their family involved in fishing. Uh, that's what ACFA is all about. It's a good time for a new person to attend tonight. It's absolutely free of charge. And I'm sure all of the the guys that usually go every month are, is looking forward to getting back together. Yeah, this will be our first chance, you know, to get together as a club this year, and we're looking forward to it. The season lasts through December. Um, we have a year-round, two-year-round, actually, fishing contests, and then we have eight tournaments spaced throughout the, the fishing season as things warm up uh, starting next month. We'll start to have monthly fishing tournaments as well, and, and we have, you know, food for our anglers uh at those meeting at those weigh-ins that we have and uh look forward to you know seeing some new faces and seeing a lot of old friends and you know just catching up with everybody see how everybody's doing and uh, hopefully we'll have a great crowd and uh look forward to it if somebody wants to look up more information what is the website that they can visit acfafishing.com okay uh and they can also check us out on the Facebook page. Uh, ACFA has a Facebook page, mm -hmm. and that's pretty active as well. And there'll be a lot of links there. Uh, we often, you know, use that to contact people as well. So uh, it's a real active group, um, you know, dozens and dozens of active members, uh, a couple of hundred on the rolls. And we're, you know, constantly uh, bringing in new folks and, showing them, helping show them the ropes about what's going on here, different ways of getting their families involved. Uh, the $50 uh, membership fee that covers you for a whole year also extends to your spouse and your family, okay. uh, kids, uh, stepkids, grandkids. You know, we include them all. So it, it's a lively time. We have uh, 
we we track throughout the year who's catching what, and mm-hmm. at the end of the year we have a grand banquet to award uh, to the biggest fish and some of the better anglers, the best anglers that you know outstanding for the year, and uh, it's it's always a good time as well. And that's certainly you know treating your family to dinner at Moe's mm-hmm. for fifty bucks is a deal. Plus you get to do all this other stuff too. Yeah, so absolutely. it's. As it's often been said, it's the it's the best bargain in southwest Alabama for recreational fishermen. It certainly is. And $50 covers your whole family for a whole year. But you don't have to join or pay anything to attend the meeting tonight. You can just come as a guest, sit down, listen to a, to a good speaker, and socialize with a lot of good fishermen. Absolutely. Yeah, hope to see you all there. Yes, We're looking forward to it. Let's talk about fishing on the Gulf Coast uh, along our beaches right now. What's what's out there? What are y'all targeting this time of year? Well, the targeting typically, you know, is still Pompano, even though they've been pretty scarce because the water temperature has dropped into probably its seasonal low, uh, the upper 50s. Uh, maybe it peaks at 60 in places. Depend, you know, we're, we'll have another warm-up coming through uh, into the weekend. So... It's like the water temperature is trying to recover a little bit, and that'll that'll help. Once the water temperature gets up to about 65 uh, we'll, or close to that, we'll start seeing more activity. The fish being cold-blooded, you know, it's going to take them a little while to kind of get cranked up again. Uh, what we are seeing is like some activity with uh, the, the newly opened uh, area under the bridge at Perdido Pass, um, and... Fishermen have been catching some redfish there, and I expect the the sheep's head should start showing up there pretty soon, too. The water's inshore, you know, with all the fresh water coming down the rivers now. Um, it's going to push these saltwater fish further to the south. So areas like uh, Dauphin Island and, and the Gulf beaches from uh, Fort Morgan to Perdido Pass, are going to start to really take off. And, you know, it looks like we're shaping up to have a, a pretty typical spring in that respect as far as the low salinity in the bay is going to push more fish to the beachfront. Um, you know, we may be seeing some trout action places like, you know, Dauphin Island um, at the at the jetties or the west end and um, around uh, the, the cove there by the, by the old pier. Um, you know, it's good activity for, for trout there early in the season. They've been working really hard to try and get Little Lagoon Pass reopened, uh, dredged out again. And it seems to be coming along. They're making inroads this week good. with that. And, uh, yeah, because that's it's important that they have good water flow between the Gulf and the Lagoon in order to keep the Lagoon as a, you know, a, a vibrant uh, estuary, yeah, which it, it really is. Yeah. And it harbors a great speckled trout population. And yeah, I was going to ask you. It's getting to be time. Well, I was going to say, it's getting to be time for the flounder to be moving inshore, and we want to have that pass open so they can get into the lagoon. Yeah, I was going to ask you, that, Go that is a good spot to fish. Do they have good public access for, like, wade fishermen that want to get into that spot? Yeah. Yeah, the park at Little Lagoon Pass is a pretty good option this time of year. And until March, they uh, they don't even charge you to park there. Um, it's like, I think, 10 or $15 a day to park there. Um, and that'll, I believe that starts March 1st. Um, now, there's, 
the only non-pay place you can park these days along the Gulf Beach is the Fort Morgan Peninsula, the uh, beach accesses that the National Wildlife Federation runs. And I, I did want to caution anybody that was heading to Mobile Street that they had closed the boardwalk there. They're going to redo the boardwalk and uh, fix it up a little bit. They're also going to fix up the um, the parking lot there. You know, it's a bad place for flooding. When we have heavy rains, water will stand in the parking lot for days. So hopefully they'll be fixing that up as well. And the um, it's something that's been in the works for a while. And about every 10 years or so, those those old boardwalks just kind of give it up, you know, and, and the, the weather is really harsh on them down there with all the salt spray and sun and rain that we have. Um, they're still working on the Gulf State Park Pier. Uh, we're seeing some progress there. They've put in some more pilings. <clears throat> uh, up until a couple of weeks ago, we had a rough spell of weather, but they're back out there now uh, working away and trying to get this thing together. Uh, they've... Uh, already put several sets of pilings down. Um, I think they're working on their third set of pilings and, uh, out, of, out of seven. So they're, you know, approaching about a third of the way through probably as far as getting the pilings laid, and then they have to lay the infrastructure over the top of that, and then they'll start putting the flooring in and the, the, uh, and the uh, you know, uh, okay. railings and, and the lights and water access and stuff like that will start going out to the end we're looking forward and, to uh, that absolutely yeah that's yeah they're hoping to have it all done yes, sir. it looks like about a four to six month time frame something like okay. that okay well david i appreciate the report thank you so much have a great weekend y'all too hope to see you at the meeting tonight yes sir all right let's give away a five pound pork sausage variety pack from our friends at hall sausage and wholesale meats Hall Sausage is located in Chickasaw, Alabama, so they're a local company. We need to really support these guys, and I guarantee you, you can't find much better sausage than Hall Sausage. Pick up a pack next time you go to the grocery store and try it out. For the five-pound pork sausage variety pack, we'll take the third caller at 694-1055. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's WNSP Outdoors. In the meantime, please take time to go outside this week and enjoy God's creation.